Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now, here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, The Plan, Part 3. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the primary inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. Following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The one thing that humanity needs today is the realization that there is a plan, which is definitely working out through all world happenings, and that all that has occurred in man's historical past and all that has happened lately is assuredly in line with that plan. The great invocation is said to be the blueprint of the plan. Can you say more about uh, why that is? Yes, the great invocation is the uh, world prayer that is always sounded at the end of the Inner Sight broadcasts. And um, it's said to be the blueprint of the plan, which to me suggests that it contains within its... Um, wording the basic diagram for how to achieve the plan. Isn't a blueprint um, a diagram for something that has to be created? And if we think of the Great Invocation as a a diagram for uh, manifesting the plan on Earth, we do see the the basic components outlined in the Invocation. It's said that um, the plan for humanity has three great goals the revelation of love, the illumination of the mind, and the evocation of the will. And we can see each of those um, evoked, you could say, in the stanzas of the Great Invocation. 
from the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. That's the illumination of the mind that is invoked. The second stanza says, from the uh, um, point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of all people. May the coming one return to earth. And that's the revelation of love through the coming one, known to Christians as the Christ, to the Jewish people as the Messiah, to the Muslims as the Imam Mahdi. And the evocation of the will comes in the third stanza from the center where the will of God is known that purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. So each of those stanzas is giving us instructions, we could say, for how to, how to manifest the plan. They are huge, tall orders, but they are also very clear. Yes, and I think we have to realize that, and also bear in mind that the plan really is governed and controlled and, and uh, by the custodians of the plan, which is the spiritual hierarchy. And these are men and women who have transcended the uh, human stage and they've moved on and they are now working, still alive and working uh, on the inner planes and they are responsible for bringing forth the ideas embodied in this plan and, uh, and uh, manifesting those ideas on earth with, through the help of the human kingdom, people in the human kingdom. So but the the plan itself has mainly to do with consciousness and what takes place in human consciousness and that that's the level on which the members of the hierarchy work because it's if you think about it it's it's the energy of love we're talking about or it's the energy of intelligent and uh the energy of will and these are all uh, great ideas that exist in the consciousness and um, this is what humanity has to work with and whatever we work out whatever comes as a result of working with these ideas that's how the plan will manifest yeah it all proceeds <coughs> from consciousness consciousness is the great uh, creative force we could say if we want to change our reality we have to begin by changing our consciousness our perception and the invocation is, the great invocation is invoking light into human minds, love into human hearts, and the awakening of the spiritual will in all human beings. With that structure, then the rebuilding of the world on all levels, including the outer physical level uh, and including the lower kingdoms, will inevitably follow. I just think it's interesting uh, that the great invocation has as its basic reference point or pivot man. We know that the plan is for all beings on earth, not just human beings, but includes the animal and vegetable and mineral kingdoms as well as the kingdom of souls. It isn't just about humanity. We shouldn't be so self-centered about it. And yet, man, we human beings are the great question mark and the, the mediating force in the working out of the plan. And um, that's why our cooperation, our 
waking up, you could say, is so important. Yes, that use the word mediating, and that's that's exactly what the human kingdom is designed to do. That's our responsibility as mediators between the lower kingdoms, the animal, vegetable, and mineral kingdoms, and the spiritual kingdoms, or the higher kingdoms, or the kingdom of souls, and beyond. And uh, so this is the great responsibility that we have as overseeing the uh, the formation, the manifestation of this great plan to bring it through. It has to come through humanity. Humanity is the acts like the agent through which the plan must manifest. And the plan cannot be imposed upon us for our own good, which might uh, not be realized by people who haven't uh, given a lot of consideration. I think in the back of a lot of people's minds, they expect God to clean up the mess. Because God, whatever they mean by God, is blamed for allowing a lot of very terrible things to exist. When bad things happen to good people, they ask, why did God allow this? As if, by the fact of being good, nothing bad should happen to you. You should have a clear and uh, uh, free and open road ahead of you. Life doesn't work that way. And it doesn't mean that uh, God is capricious and doesn't care whether we are good or bad. But it means that we have free will and our lives unfold according to the choices we make, the aspirations we hold in our hearts, the desires we have. I think so often we give ourselves a pass that we're good and harmless and mean well and we don't really take a look at what's going on in our motivating gut. Yes, and... and the, uh, we do have a choice, and um, the plan is in the dimension that we exist in, this three-dimensional world in time and space, we do have a choice, and uh, we do have free will, mm-hmm. and that is not, um, that is not uh, interfered with by God. But um, on other dimensions, it's a little different story. At the soul level, the soul is more or less bound by the plan because it works on that level along with the spiritual hierarchy. And that is, of course, what our originating source. So at that level, everyone, even the mem- members of the hierarchy and the spiritual, all the way up to God himself, are bound by this plan to work out on this planet, whatever it is. We're not too sure of the exact purpose that's being worked out, but um, there are great ideas that the members of the spiritual hierarchy bring through, and then they pass them on to members of the human kingdom who are receptive to these ideas. So, but the ideas are not forced upon us, and that's that's a great distinction there. Mm -hmm. Uh, The ideas that come through, through ideas, through minds that are very receptive to the spiritual hierarchy ideas. I don't think that should be such a a new idea to uh, think about, that we are impressed by minds more powerful than our own. When we recall our childhood, we were impressed by the impact of our parents 
and their thinking and our teachers and our aunts and uncles and grandparents and uh, our friends if they had a more powerful mind and personality than ours we are all from the earliest days of our lives impressed and guided in our thinking by the impact of other people let alone what the media impresses upon us in terms of um, messages that we get. We are currently undergoing a political campaign in this country and it's quite interesting to watch how certain messages are constantly uh, picked up and reinforced from different um, aspects of the media. So if we think our mind is our own, we're, we're kidding ourselves. We are impressed and we do impress others with our opinions. The, the point, I think, is to be aware of it and more um, careful to question whether we accept concepts and values that are mm. uh, impressed upon us. And as you say, to remember that there are great spiritual beings on the planet that are impressing very uh, pure spiritual ideas that we can see registering in the best human minds. By best, I don't mean the ones with the most education necessarily, but the purest spirits. Yeah, I often um, think back to uh, one uh, example that was actually written about in one of the Alice Bailey books about the founding of the uh, early um, the League of Nations. And um, this was an idea that was originally set forth by one of the masters of the wisdom and this would of course come after shortly after around about the time of the first world war coming out as a result of that one of the masters thought it would be good to have he conceived of a world unity in the realm of politics which would work out as an intelligent banding of the nations for the preservation of international peace now, this was the great ideal that was passed on to other members of the spiritual hierarchy, and eventually it was stepped down, and it registered <clears throat> in the mind of a particular Colonel House, who at that time was an aide, um, an aide to President Wilson. He passed the idea on to President Wilson. Wilson ran with the idea. He was a great idealist himself. And that's how the early League of Nations was formed because it captured the imagination of many leaders in the world at that time. And uh, they, they thought it was much needed. And so they all came together and they manifested this idea in the form of the League of Nations. For those people who just turned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, The Plan, Part 3. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Serving Humanity. Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, including an extensive section on The Plan. It's available for $19. The discount comes in the form of free shipping, and you have to mention a little note that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. So, free shipping and handling if you mention that you heard about it on Inner Sight. Just a little note. <clears throat> Serving Humanity is an inspiring compilation of extracts that will help 
the reader's understanding of the plan and why service of that plan is so important to spiritual development. What you need to do if you'd like to take advantage of this offer is send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And um, just write down that, you, that you'd like to take the advantage of the offer. We're involving the book, the Alice Belly book, Serving Humanity, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. We certainly appreciate your donations. Uh, those donations, well, they, that's what helps us to stay on uh, on the air and to, to keep on doing these shows. So uh, your support has uh, been very valuable to us. The donations are tax deductible. The donations can be sent to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. If you'd like to get in touch with us for any reason whatsoever, a lot of people call because they want a general package of information. Uh, and they want to know more about Lucis Trust. Uh, probably the most frequently asked question is, is Lucis Trust a religion? No, it's not. If you ever meet people who are involved in reading the Bailey books, the Alice Bailey books, they come from all walks of life, uh, a multitude of religious backgrounds. Their one commonality is that they all like to explore spiritual philosophy and they like the Alice Bailey books. So if you'd like to give us a call, 1-866, toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. Or the easy way to remember it, 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. All of our Insight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the homepage, you'll find a link to today's program which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also, so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. As, As both of you were talking about the plan, it's so intriguing, and so many ideas run through my mind. Uh, I was wondering, uh, does Alice, is there any, um, anything written in the Alice Bailey books about what the plan will be like, what the paradigm of the plan will be like, if that plan is ever, and I'm sure it will be, but when it is actualized, are there any, uh, is there any outline of, of what that plan might be? Well, one of the crucial um, uh, outcomes of the uh, working out of the plan will be right relationships. As I understand the plan, it is all about the achieving of concord, of relationship between all parts that make up our world. It's based on the idea that life is one and that that oneness of our our source requires right relationship among all parts. And wherever there is inharmony and conflict and warfare and hatred, the plan is interrupted. I don't think it means that when we achieve right relationship, everything will be hunky-dory, but I think it means that there will be ways then to more quickly solve problems and uh, overcome difficulties. We're so used to thinking that conflict 
and warfare are just an inevitable part of life, that if that were ever to stop, everything would be perfect. I don't think so, but it would mean that the right relationships would allow, allow a flow of um, energy in all levels, in communication, in the distribution of money, mm-hmm. uh, the transmission of um, healing energies among all parts. Mm. Yeah, there's one word that kind of sums up the um, basic direction of the plan, and that's the word brotherhood. Um, There is already in existence an inner brotherhood at the level of the soul. There is this brotherhood already in existence. And our responsibility as human beings is to manifest this so that there is an outer brotherhood between nations. Uh, a brotherhood of nations, if you will. That's really the kind of the driving force behind the plan right now as it's being worked out. That must mean that the uh, uh, achievement of establishing the United Nations must have been a tremendous step forward. Well, it was, and that's why the spiritual hierarchy was very, very interested and they even helped, you know, push the (laughs) idea through because uh, even though the League of Nations did fail uh, because it didn't get all the the proper backing that it should have by particularly the United States, um, it was, the idea was picked up again after the end of the Second World War, of course, by FDR, Franklin Roosevelt, and many others at the time, and they they finally brought it through, and it was realized that there were, just needed to be done. It was recognized in that um, this organization needed to be uh, built and manifest at that time. Well, the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the United Nations came in the aftermath mm-hmm. of the World War. Uh, the ending of the war in 1945 left Europe in rubble, left uh, millions of people homeless and uh, uh, ripped out of their their communities and their native countries and uh, having to start life all over again in distant places. I can think of one friend who was uh, born and raised in Czechoslovakia, but the war uh, drove her away from her home, and she said that at the end of the war they weren't sure where they would be sent. Not they weren't sure where they would go, but where they would be sent and it was either Canada or Australia, she said, and somehow they were tossed into the air and landed in Australia and had a very nice life there for many years. But that's just one example of somebody whose fate was really uh, in the hands of uh, the powers that be after the war. It must have been an incredibly difficult time, and the suffering of the World War made people realize that there had to be uh, a way to deal with national relationships and problems to prevent another war. And when you look at the present time, you wonder if the plan has regressed, because here we are again fighting and threatening each other with nuclear weapons, which are much worse now than anything that was displayed Mm. in the Second World War. Well, it's obvious that in some sectors, some sections, some people of our um, society haven't learned the lessons yet that need to be learned. Do they have to be learned over and over again? I suppose so, yes. Yeah, I think so, until we get it right. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, it's but I don't think the members of the spiritual hierarchy is discouraged at all because we have achieved so much just in the past uh, well hundred years since the end of World War one and and uh, World War two and because with uh, also what was imperative in the in the plan was that there should be a uh, a widening of human consciousness and widening our horizons and our view of the world because there was such an isolationist uh, mentality at that time uh, you know fifty hundred years ago and uh, the technology has allowed us to do that. I mean, the internet today has allowed us to widen our horizons on a worldwide basis. And now we can conceive of world problems like like global warming. And the whole term, global warming, uh, is one of those catchphrases that um, has also come down, I think. And it's, it's a way of synthesizing the problem on a worldwide basis. Maybe um, we have to remember at this point that the plan requires every individual. We're talking about it on a very sweeping global level, but we have to remember also that each human being is born as, um, as an agent, a potential agent of the plan. The soul comes into incarnation with its own little part in the plan already clear to it if one has any intellect and spiritual development at all and one might very well wonder what is my soul's intention on behalf of the plan that just thinking about that opens up the mind in a a really expansive way and that's why meditation is so important in coming into a clearer understanding of the plan Service is important because it's a natural component of the plan. If you know there's a plan, you want to serve, you want to help. But how do you best serve? That is answered, wouldn't you say, through meditation? Well, that's one way, sure, because it, it, meditation allows the mind to, uh, to reach deep into one's own consciousness, back towards the soul. And that, at least that's the way that we teach meditation in the uh, in the school in the Lucis Trust in the Arcane School and it's it's a way of delving way back to the very core in the beginning and uh, certainly meditation is, is also a great way to serve I think another reason meditation is so useful in um, awakening recognition of the plan is that it helps to remove us from the central uh, point in our life drama. It gets us off of center stage, so to speak, and opens up our mind and heart to the larger need of humanity and our brotherhood, as you say, our relationship to the whole of humanity is awakened through meditation. And with that adjusted sense of perspective, then we have both the humility and I think the, the courage to play our little part, whatever it might be. Alice Bailey somewhere said that um, one of the major obstacles to the working out of the plan is human inertia and the inertia of people of goodwill. That's disturbing to think about. People of goodwill who have inertia and can't really 
compel themselves to do something. We hope we're not part of that group. Please take advantage of the special offer from Luce's Publishing Company. Serving Humanity, it's an Alice Bailey book, and Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, including an extensive section on the plan. It's available for $19. The discount comes in the form of free shipping if you mention Inner Sight. Little, little note saying you heard about it on Inner Sight. Serving Humanity. Humanity is an inspiring compilation of extracts that will help the reader's understanding of the plan and why service of that plan is so important to spiritual development. Uh, so if you'd like to take advantage of the office of a check or a money order to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds, let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts, may the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills the purpose which the Masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?